With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. We certainly have had our, our hands full working through um, some of the budget issues, um, managing a lot of expectations um, and trying to make sure that you know we, we are strong fiscal stewards of the country's resources. Premier the Honourable Wayne Panton this morning on Radio Cayman's For the Record with Orit Connor discussing the work underway to prepare for the next budget cycle. We Caymanians know um, how to do these things and we know what our people need, we know what our country needs. Um, and we also have to face some of the realities that you cannot do everything <laughs> that the country may need, that you cannot do everything that the people may want all at the same time. Additionally, there are certain rules and regulations from the UK that may feel restrictive and limit flexibility, but the Premier says they do serve an important purpose. There are elements of it that are very um, conservative, that do um, put you under a lot of pressure um, to try to ensure and continue to ensure compliance. But at the end of the day, it is a, a set of guardrails that do serve the interests of the country. The budget needs to be in place by the end of this year and will cover the two-year period from 2024 through 2025. You can listen to the Premier's full interview by visiting the Radio Cayman YouTube channel or check out our Facebook page. Home Affairs Minister the Honorable Sabrina Turner issues a message on this September 11th to remember the attacks on the U.S. as well as the devastation we experienced here just a few years later when Hurricane Ivan struck on the 11th and 12th of September. These two events, though different in time, circumstances and location, highlighted a common and certain truth. The uniform and public safety services, no matter where they are, are the heart of any society during both good and difficult times. In a video message released today, Minister Turner took a moment to highlight those who have served us in this way, expressing her appreciation as a minister, member of parliament, citizen, mother, and wife. Today seems like a perfect time to express my deepest and sincere gratitude to these agencies for being emblems of heroism, preparedness, and reliability. The minister also invited young people to step up and explore careers in these fields at the Sir Vassal Johnson Multipurpose Hall on the UCCI campus on Friday, September 22nd from 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. To the courts now where three men charged with Class A offenses are remanded into custody. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks has the details. Travis Ebanks is accused of stealing a car on the 6th of September, which a short while later was engulfed in flames in Georgetown. He appeared before summary court. At the time of his arrest, the Crown Council say that Ebanks confessed to the crime and refused to provide a urine sample to police when asked. Ebanks told the police there was no need for a urine sample as he was already confessing that he had ganja in his system. Ebanks was remanded into custody at His Majesty's prison northward and will appear tomorrow to enter pleas and for the courts to consider bail. Shane Walker, charged with commercial burglary, is also remanded into custody and will enter pleas tomorrow via video link. Stephen Eduardo Ebanks appeared before the courts charged with possession and consumption of cocaine, criminal trespassing and theft. He will also have his pleas and bail entered tomorrow. Ebanks was expected to apply for bail today. However, it was delayed to allow the RCIPS time to investigate the location he provided for bail. Lastly, Shaquille Woodman, who is charged with consumption of cocaine, has been released on conditional bail, with the courts ordering him to stay at the Caribbean Haven halfway house. If he fails to do so and fails to follow the rules of the house, he will be returned to custody. Woodman will appear back in court on the 4th of October. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News.
Cayman Enterprise City is heading back to the Central Planning Authority, its fourth time on the agenda this year, as the organization looks to modify planning permission for a planned area development off Fairbanks Road in Georgetown. The site is located in South Sound with the Fairbanks Prison to the north and Cayman Tennis Club to the south. The pad had approval for the following five uses on the site, residential, commercial, institutional, hotel and open space. According to the meeting agenda, discussion will focus on the modifications. Agency comments, applicant submissions, as well as objections to the application. The Department of Environment has raised concerns about draining and flooding, loss of primary mangrove wetland habitat, and water quality. Changes being sought by the developer include an increase in the project's total area to 75.5 acres, redistribution of the buildings, the introduction of a mixed-use concept, expanded residential zones, and the relocation of the designated hotel tourism zone building area to the mixed-use zone, as well as the relocation of the serviced apartment buildings to the new proposed residential apartment townhouse zone. There are four other appearances on the schedule for Wednesday. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has the breakdown. The first applicant invited to speak on Wednesday is Legoland Real Estate. They are pitching an application to modify planning permission at their site on Badabanu Road to eliminate a parcel from the project, reduce the number of units from 96, and reconfigure the site layout. The proposal is for 12 apartment blocks with a total of eight one-bedroom units, each for a total of 96 units spread over four acres. Planning permission was granted in the past for 24 buildings with eight one-room bedroom units in the past. That's 192 total apartments spread out over eight acres. Discussion will focus on mixed zoning, the number of apartments, and the National Roads Authority's comments with regard to a 10-foot road widening. Then at 11 a.m., Adrian Bodden will speak to their application for an 82-lot subdivision facing an objection off Rock Springs Drive in Northside. The Department of Environment has pointed out the majority of the application site is seasonally flooded mangrove wetland with some areas of man-modified habitat, and it's recommending the board, if it approves the project, to do a phased implementation of large-scale subdivisions so that the habitat, quote, can be retained for as long as possible and the environment impacts are reduced in the case that the subdivision is never fully implemented. The neighboring racetrack facility has also asked for a guarantee that the purpose of its property as a racetrack can never be challenged or the approval removed in case folks who moved into the proposed housing development complain about the track. An application for a seawall on Austin Connolly Drive in East End is next, with the Department of Environment commenting that it, quote, does not support the armoring of the coastline, as seawalls disrupt natural processes that shape and maintain beaches. Therefore, it is recommending the refusal of the application. At 1.30, the CPA will hear a pitch for an uncontested boat and equipment storage application in Red Bay Estate. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. And of course, you can find the full agenda for this public meeting online at planning.ky. Civil servants are invited to a new upskilling initiative. The Learning Challenge is designed to help Cayman's public sector reach its goal of becoming a world-class civil service. The three-month challenge will focus on a different skill area each month. Learning Programs Manager in the Civil Service College, Tavia tomlinson Pajich. If they've completed all the challenges and they've completed, uh, we have a little quiz at the end. If they've completed that quiz at one and, and have gotten 100%, then they, they're put into uh, the raffle to win a prize uh, as the top learner for the month. She tells CIGTV at the end of the three months, there will also be a prize for the top overall learner, as well as the department with the most number of learners completing the monthly challenges. In the end, what we really want to achieve is to empower all of the um, CIG staff to really focus on the core competencies 
challenges and to not just complete the challenges for the month but we also have the pathways that have been built on LinkedIn learning that they can go through at their own pace throughout this year and next year. CUC and Resilience came and announced they have partnered to implement the Ministry of Sustainability and Climate Resiliency's Cayman Home Energy Retrofit Program. Initially 28 homes will be selected for energy upgrades to receive state-of-the-art electronic monitoring equipment and other upgrades designed to help lower-income families benefit. Things like new energy-efficient AC units and other cost-saving measures. You can find out more at resilience.ky forward slash energy. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings.